Amen, amen, amen. Welcome to A Voice for a Voiceless. I am your host, co-pastor Ramirez, and I am here with overseer Nike Smith. Say hello. Amen, amen. Blessings and greetings, everybody. Amen. And so I just thank God for each and every one of you who took the time out and you're joining us on tonight. Please like, tag, and share. Um, tonight's topic is how to get along with anybody. But before we go any further, let me tell you what a voice for the voice is. A voice for the voice this emphasizes the importance of giving somebody else a voice, some, giving someone else the opportunity to speak, to tell their testimony, to show forth the love of Jesus Christ, to speak positive in somebody else's life. Because a lot of times we go under the radar because we may have felt that our opinion does not matter or our voice does not matter. But for at a voice for a voiceless, you matter. Everybody's voice matter. We all have something that we need to say to somebody. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. Um, to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for protect the rights of all who are helpless. Speak of them and be uh, the righteous judge. Protect the rights of the poor and those who are in need. And so that is what the voice for the voiceless is all about, giving somebody else the opportunity to speak what thus says the Lord, giving somebody else an opportunity to say, hey, I've been here, I've done that, but God has set me free. He has delivered me. And so I have a story to tell. All right. I will not be condemned. I will not walk in condemnation. I will not be ashamed. But God is my healer, my deliverer. He is the one who has set me free. So that is what a voice for a voiceless is all about. But before we go any further, let any further, let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your amazing grace and your faithfulness. We thank you for the opportunity to bless your holy name. We thank you that we're able to come and to esteem others higher than ourselves. We ask that you will have your way on this platform, that you will move as you see fit, and that you will do only what you can do. For it's not about us. We yield ourselves to you so that you can shake some things up and move as you see fit. For we are just the voices um, coming to shine light to those who may feel like they're in a dark, hidden place, a uh, place that they cannot get out of. There is hope, there is peace, there is restoration, and there is a new beginning for that person too. So Father, we thank you for the opportunity to share. We ask that you just move as you see fit, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And before my brother speaks, um, I have been giving the command or the commission, I would say, to let us reverence God. We take time to reverence everything else. Everybody else, somebody dies. We take the time to reverence them um, at a football game. We're reverencing, however the case may be. But before we go any further, we're going to take the time to reverence God for who he is. We're not, we're not coming to ask him for anything, but just to reverence him for the sovereign God that he is. Because he kept us, you know, as we've gone throughout our day. You know, we went through hustles and bustles, running errands and so forth and so on. And God has kept us through that. So at this moment, we will be in silence as we reverence the triune God, our creator, our father, our friend, our comfort. Amen. 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 God is so good. Amen. And so I turn my mic over to my brother as he begins to speak on how to get along with anybody, Amen. with anybody. Okay. 
So come on, give us some tips, give us some some scriptures, and help us help us out. Amen. Blessings and body. I am coming, guys, all the way from Terre Haute, Indiana, where I am the overseer of this our overflowing Grace Christian Center. My beautiful wife, who is known you, woman of God, for allowing me to grace this platform once again. And I'm so glad you chose me with an intriguing topic as such. How to belong with anybody, my God, my God. When I looked at the title, I was thinking, man, a lot of people need to hear this, including myself. I don't personally have any enemies whatsoever. I was always that type of person that got along with any and everybody. I, I, I didn't have a specific group of people that I hung with because of who I am. I'm just a people person all day long. But then as, as Christians, we supposed to get along with any and everybody. We have our specific group of people. We have a specific set of people that we only talk to, that we only pray for, that we only like to sit on our pew, you know, a lot of come over to our house and break bread with us. And and, and, and after I after I read Romans, amen, where we'll be coming from this afternoon, Romans 12, 17 to 21, I said, man, the woman of God couldn't have chosen a better scripture to go along with this title. And, and, and I do hope and pray, amen, I'm able to say something to somebody, amen, that, that makes you want to look at people at a different perspective, amen. So with that being said, I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, to allow decrease and you to increase, amen. If you guys can turn with to the scripture reference that the woman of God has chosen for us this afternoon, which is Romans. And we're going to begin at verse 17, and we're going to go through 21. Amen. And it reads, it says, recompense to no man evil for evil. And for those that don't know what recompense means, it, it means to repay or to get even. Amen. Amen. Evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all things. If it is possible, as much as lieth in you, live peacefully with all men. Now, I'm going to go back and read that again because what dumped out to me, woman of God, is Paul knew that it was going to be a challenge for people, any and everybody. Uh -huh. That's why he said in verse 18, if it's possible. If it's possible. If it's possible, what that means is, hey, it's going to be a challenge. It may yeah. be hard, but guess what? It's possible. It can be done. You can get along with any and everybody. You got to make up your mind that, hey, you may walk different. You may come from a different set of tracks. You may not have, but I have my bank account. But, hey, we can get along because it's possible. We can work together. We can pray together. We can accomplish all types of things because it's possible. He says, if it's possible, as much as life in you, peacefully with all men. Verse 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. Our face, say Lord. Once we get in the back of our head, people of God, that God 
fights my battle. See, a lot of y'all can't get along with any and everybody's because you're too busy trying to get even. Mm -hmm. Which is first verse that verse 17 tells us not to do. Y'all ain't gotta pay evil for evil. Y'all ain't gotta get your lick back. See, a lot of us spend time trying to figure out how I'm gonna do them the same way they get me. Right. How, how I'm gonna make them feel the same way they made me feel when God says repay no evil for evil. If they done you wrong, turn the other cheek. Jesus. If they feel some type of way, God said, give it to me. Vengeance is mine. I'll handle that. We spend so much time trying to let folks know that, hey, you hurt me. You done me wrong. When we supposed to be godly, we supposed to be living upright. In other words, we supposed to be getting along with people, but yet it's still, we're trying to figure out different ways to hurt one another. Uh-huh. It says in verse 20, therefore, if thy enemy hunger, Give him. Now, a lot of our viewers right here want God because we don't want to bless our enemy in no type of shape, form, or Come fashion. on here. Come on here. Nice to him. You mean to tell me if they hungry, feed them? Yes. Especially if you got the bread to feed them with. Yep. Yes, God. A, a lot of people miss that blessing, what Paul is trying to tell us in verse 20. Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all think that, that when your enemy hunger, that we got to go in our kitchen and give them a whole loaf of bread or give them some ham or, 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 or steak. You can turn right here to scripture and feed them this bread. See, yeah, a lot can. of y'all trying to feed your enemy your real food when, when, when God is saying, no, what I want you to do is I want you to repay them with, with, with kindness. I, I want you to give bread on, in other words, my scripture. Because a lot of us don't want to give nobody no out of our house especially if we don't fool with them especially if we consider them an mm -hmm. enemy or op. hey you ain't getting nothing out of my house no you you you, you ain't even Lord. you ain't you you ain't even finna know where i stay at so y'all know we're not mm -hmm. finna go in our kitchen and give them nothing to eat but the bible tells us if 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 our enemy hunger feed him if he thirsts, give him drink for yes. his on thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. I love that woman of God because it what, what, what that is saying is when you be nice to your enemies, when you show people that hey, I can get on with anybody, even when they prayed on my downfall, even That's when they right here. it's like putting a heap of coals on their head. In other words, you have them some type of way. In other words, you stir something up in their spirit, you make them want to like, man, I'm bad. I was talking about them. But mm -hmm. yet, still, they, they still being nice with me. They still getting along with me. They still praying for me. They still give me a ham sandwich because I'm hungry. And they still making it. They, 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 but hey, I don't have to thirst. You putting coals on top of their head. You comfortable. You put them in a position to where they say, man, I think I did the wrong thing by talking about them. I think I did the wrong thing by, 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 by dragging their name through the mud. As mm -hmm. why we got to be able to get along with people. It, it causes for them to be like, man, I really did messed up. I didn't realize that 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 that, that co-pastor Ramirez was that holy. I wanted her to react. I wanted him to respond in an ungodly way, but yet and still, they didn't. They did the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. now, me and me, me and co-pastor Ramirez was talking. You're not going to be able to get along with everybody that comes in your path. 
everybody that comes across your journey, you're not going to be able to get along. You're not going to be able to satisfy them. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, I have learned that just by being a pastor, you can do everything a person wants to the T. If you if they say jump, you ask them how high. They say run, you say how far. You want me to give you this? You want me to give you that? And it'd be exactly what they want, woman of God. But yet it's still, they're going to find something to critique you about. They're going to find something to ridicule you about. They're going to find something to complain about. And what do I do, Pastor, when I've given them my all, when I have given them everything? Come on here. You don't do nothing. You've done your part. You've done what you've you done what you were supposed to do. And that's what I want a lot of people got to understand. When you're trying to please people, and you've done everything God has told you to do. There's nothing else to do. And that's mm -hmm. our problem. We try to figure out after we have gave 100%, after people have complained, after people have ridiculed, what else, that, what else is there to do, Pastor? Nothing. If I'm giving you 100%, it's nothing else for me to do. So you mean to tell me if, if, if I'm getting along with everybody, even those that's difficult to get along with, and yet it's still there. They're, they're still mad. They're still hateful. They're still ungrateful. You mean to tell me that's nothing else for me? To, no. Nothing. You don't want me to pray? If you want to pray for them, yeah, pray for them. But just talking about trying to make them happy and trying to give them what they, how can you when you have already done that? And as you can see, that wasn't good enough. We as in Christians understand and I'm so glad that the woman of God did what we did before we got on here, which was just reverence God. If you want to bend over backwards and go over and beyond for anybody, let it be for God. Yes. Show God. And that's something I have learned also. When you show God that hey, I give my all to you, it makes dealing yeah. with people, it makes dealing with mankind a little bit, bit easier. How's that? Because you are allowing God to work through you. If yes. you taste nothing and, and 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 longing for nothing but the but the and, and, and the presence of God, then dealing with mankind is a piece of cake. Because hey, when you give me attitude, when you give me back talk, when you give me just disrespect for no reason, I'm not gonna let it get me out of shape, out of character. Because hey, my mindset is just chasing God. Yes. And if you getting out of character. It's going to hinder me from chasing God and, hey, I know how to disconnect myself from you. Our problem is we want to put God on the back burner and mm -hmm. we want to find different ways, different ideas on how we can how we can get man's approval and how we can please man when God is saying, hey, the only person you need to try to feed and praise and worship is me. Mm -hmm. The only person you need to try to reference is me. And we got it backwards. Paul is telling us, especially in verse 21, <laughs> He says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Y'all know, just like I know, if we're going to be completely transparent. When you be respectful to somebody and they still be ungrateful, evil thoughts plays in your head. Yes, God. Evil things start to, to come to your mind like, man, why did I get up respect? She don't deserve it anyway. You know, come up I, here. I got up here and I was trying to go over and beyond for you. And I feel like a fool. In other words, all kind of evil thoughts. Though, I, I bet you I won't do it no more. I, 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 I bet you if you want somebody to do something, it won't be me. We start saying all kind of crazy things like that. But Paul tells us, be not overcome of evil, 
when people act the way they act, don't match their energy. I used to have a bad habit of saying that. Woo. When people did something I don't like, I, I used to tell them, okay, <laughs> you want me to match your energy? You want me to act the way you act? Okay. You're not going to like it, but since that's how you want to act, that's how you want to roll, that's how you want to get down, let's get down. Let's play. Let's do that. But then I realized I don't have to overcome evil for evil. When God told me, don't repay evil for evil. Whatever evil coming against you, give it to me and I will handle it. So then I realized when you acting out of character, when you bent out of shape, when people are able to come and you're not able to get along with them, when people are able to come in a room and they're able to steal your joy, they're able to make your, 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 your joy leave the room. That is because you have allowed them to come and get in your head and allow evil things to come and play. Now, you fixing to start allowing evil for evil to take place. When God is not, he's not wanting us to do that. Yeah. Do that, people, God. He wants us to get along with everybody. He wants us to love one another. If he didn't, he wouldn't have made love one of his greatest commandments. He wouldn't have told us in scripture. How is it that you don't love your brother? Mm -hmm. who you see every day, but try to love me who you ain't never seen at all. Come on here. God wants us to get along. As to why I said this topic is intriguing. How to get along with anybody. Everybody. A lot of us can get along with anybody, but we don't get along with everybody. <laughs> See, y'all missed that. You can get along with anybody, but you choose not to get along with everybody because, hey, you don't roll like I roll. You don't talk like I talk. Your swag ain't like my swag. Your, your, your bankroll ain't long like my bankroll. I can get along with you if I want to, but I choose not to because I only have a select few people who I want to get along with. Mm-hmm. If your last name ain't the Smiths or the Jones, then I, I can't roll with you because you're not a big time. What I love about Jesus Christ, and he was a prime example. When he came down here, he didn't hang with the big timers. He didn't no. hang with who can walk on water. He didn't hang with other people who, who, who could turn water into wine. He didn't hang with people who can, who can raise folk from the dead. Jesus went and hung with folks who was considered nothing, nobody who didn't have no Pacific gift, no Pacific talent. Jesus went and hung with, when I say anybody, cause I know a lot of y'all, when y'all when y'all have parties and the less likely people come, the people who, who less fortunate get invited, you have the tendency of saying, oh man, they just invite anybody up in here. They just allow anybody to come to this party. And, and that's what I want you guys to understand. If you are a true, true man or woman of God, you're going to be able to get along with anybody. The people who are less like, the people who are less fortunate than you, the people who are labeled as outcasts and nobody. Yeah. You can get along with them because that's what Jesus did. That's what he was a prime example for them. Did he overlook the people who was who was fed civil spoon? No. He hung with them too until they started feeling themselves and then he slowly humbled them. But Jesus' main goal was, hey, I'm coming to seek out those who really wanted to get to know me. And I'm afraid to say a lot of us ain't going ain't gonna to go back with Jesus, ain't going to get a chance to spend eternity with Jesus because we don't know how to get along with any and everybody. But yet and still, we want to say we children and we men and women of God. 
I was telling my people the other day, I said, you want to prove your love to God? Mm. Get along with folks who ain't, who ain't like you. Uh -oh. Pray for those who don't act like you. Uh -huh. go, go and talk to those who are less fortunate than you. Go and have lunch with them. Go and buy their lunch. You want to impress God? Go and do things that you, norm you, you normally wouldn't do. A lot of us think that we're going to get to heaven, woman of God, because, hey, I read my Bible. I go to church and I sit on the front row. No, no. God want to see what are you going to do when that brother is in the need of and you walk right past him and you had what he needed. You could have blessed him tremendously, but you mm -hmm. walked past him because he wasn't your type or, or she's she's not she's not in your she's not in your circle. They ain't usually in my clique, Pastor, so, so they're not my like of people. This topic that we're talking about this evening is going to get a lot of people in trouble. This topic that we're talking about this evening is going to reveal, it's going to pull back the cover on a lot of so-called Christians, a lot of so-called godly people. Romans 12, 17 through 21 explains to us different ways, ideas, and tips on how to get along with people. A lot of y'all can't get along with one another because you haven't forgave one another. It tells us that dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Y'all forgave one another. Give it to God. Let whatever it is that that person did to you, the reason why you can't get along with them, let it go. So y'all can build that bond, so y'all can get that unity back. And these ain't strangers, woman of God, that 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 can't get along. With one of these family members, yes. these church folks, these bishops that not liking another pastors, first ladies not liking each other. How how are we gonna be a representation of God? And you can't even like the same people you're supposed to be fellowshipping with. You can't even like the same. You can't even get along with the same people you're supposed to be breaking bread with. It should make you feel some type of way when you know you got a you got you got adversity with your brother, and he's sitting beside you in the pulpit or beside you in a pew, and 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 for some odd reason the pastor says that the Bible says love thy neighbor, also love thy enemy. You should feel some type of way when you get to talking about those type of scriptures. Mm -hmm. Oh, now now now, pastor being messy because he know I can't stand my brother. Now pastor, he, he trying to tell my business because he know me and my sister. No, that's what scripture said. That's God speaking. That ain't pastor. That's God speaking. God wants us to love one another. Treat one another with the utmost respect because it only makes sense. None of us has seen Jesus Christ. None of us has seen God himself. But yet and still we say faithfully I mm -hmm. love Oh no, I'll do anything for God. But then you can actually put your hands on your brother, your neighbors, your co-worker, but you can't stand the ground they walk on. And you thinking you pleasing God because you sent up here telling for, hey, I love God. I'm a man of God. I'm a true woman of God. I'm a demon slayer. I'm a gospel pusher. I'm a prophetess. But there are some people that you have an adversity with. And if we're going to be completely transparent, some of y'all know some of y'all aren't getting along with, with your neighbors or your or your family because of something minor. Mm -hmm. 
said something and they didn't mean it in a harsh way. It's just the way you took it. And now you haven't spoken to them in years. Somebody asked at the family, who made the potato salad? And you got an idea. Why? You don't like it? Now you can't stand that person and fail to realize, woman of God, they will finna give you a compliment. I want to know who made it because it was good. That's why. Right. But here you are ready to jump down somebody's throat because you finna, you think they finna ridicule your potato salad. You think they finna say that, that raisins don't go in your potato salad, and now you just mad at the world. We got to do better, saints. Amen. We got to do better. We got to do better, especially when it comes to this walk we and I see it like this, and and and, and I'm a, I'm gonna turn it back over to the woman of God. I see it like this, woman of God. If we gonna do anything to please the Lord, we gotta love one another, cause that's what He's looking at. Amen. He's not looking at how long you can fall down on your face and speak in tongues, cause there are a lot of y'all who who can fall down and lay down flat at the altar for hours crying out to God, but then get right up and have that same bitterness and that same hatred Help in your God. Mind. Help us, God. So that, 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 them two or three hours that you were laid across the altar was for nothing. It was in vain. If you're not trying to make things right with that brother, the Bible tells us, y'all, this ain't, this ain't me and woman of God making this up. The Bible tells us, God says, if you have a fault with your brother, come on here. Oh, you present anything to me at that altar, you can bring it there and leave it there, but don't present it to me. Bring it there, leave it there. Go make things right with him. Then come back and present to me whatever it is that you were trying to present to me. Come on here. That's how important it is for us to get along with one another. We can't get along with one another because we're too busy in competition or just simply trying to make the next man look bad. It's funny to me how you can point out what I do wrong instead of congratulating me on the 10 things I'd have done right. Come on here. But I'm going to leave that alone. I said I've done one minute. I'm turning it back over to you. <laughs> oh, I was, I'm going to give you the scripture, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Come on with it. Come with it. <laughs> Jesus. I don't oh want to... my gosh, I was going to get the scripture. I'm just throw it up here. I'm going to put yes. it on up here because, yes. hey, we need it. Yes. Uh, you can't put too much in the cube, but I'm going to throw it up there. There we go. And I'm going to read it. Matthew 18, 15 through 20. Dealing with, the, it's, a, it's the, I mean, hey, you got a category. Dealing with sin in the church, point blank, period. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. If they will not listen, take mm. one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Ooh. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen, even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Mm. Like, you know, how, we, how we treat tax collectors? We be hiding. Uh, we be plugging. We ain't trying to get to pay no taxes. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about a thing or anything, mm -hmm. they ask of uh, they ask for you, it will be done for them by the the Father that's in heaven. Like if I go to, if I go to God and I got an issue, I say my uh, apostolic midwife, she coach, she said, 
cocoa issue tissues and puffs, I'm going to go tell a guy. I'm telling my daddy about it. Listen, I have this issue right here. I have a problem. I'm just talking about myself in general. I have a problem with my sister. But I need you to help me because I have the issue. With right. my sister. Yeah, that she may have done something to me, but I have the problem. I'm not going to best blame her. Let me tell you, God, about how she is. and how she, No, 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 no. God, I have an issue. Even when I brought it to the forefront and I've let the individual know or I let my brother know or whatever in the case, it just seemed as if there is no remorse. There is just nothing. What I'm saying is just going going in one ear and out the other or just bouncing off. You know, you know how you throw a ball at the wall and just bounce back. Mm -hmm. You're not it's not being received. I got to take it to my father, because if I do not, I'm going to have a serious problem. Yes, and unforgiveness will take root within my heart like you were saying unforgiveness that thing will start take root within your heart so we got to be careful of the seeds that we allow to take root within our heart because it start out as a seed yes it does but as you continue to water it or give it attention that thing will begin to take roots come on it will take roots and you find yourself in a place where you don't want to be you find yourself changing because you fail to realize that that seed has now begun to take roots in your characteristic has begun to change. Yeah. You're no longer acting like a child of Christ. You're now acting like a child of Satan. And so uh -huh. you got to be careful. Go ahead and deal with that thing and deal with it quickly. And oh if God. you can't get it, you know, straighten out between between the two of you. Again, like the Bible says, take two, two with you. Right. If they can't get it together. Bring it between the church. And if the church ain't the, the church can't help it. Listen, God, I need it. <laughs> I need you because there's there, seriously we have problem. We want to say it's church hurt, and sometimes you can look at it that way. But at the end of the day, you are part of the church. Right. That's, That's what right. we gotta realize. Church hurt. Who you hurt? Mm. What have you done? Are wow. you getting along with everybody? Are you dotting every i, crossing every t? You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Nine times out of ten, no ma'am, no ma'am, and I'm glad. Go ahead. Uh, um, about your sister. Um, how you say when you go to God, you don't, you don't, you don't pinpoint what she done done wrong. You say, hey, this is this is me. This is me. I had a woman come to me, and and she said, you know, my marriage ain't going so good. I think I want to throw in the towel. And anybody that bring me marital advice, I ask them all the same thing. What did you do? And come it kind on, of bar. She's like, well, what, what do you mean? What I did? I like because I'm quite sure you finna tell me what he done wrong. That if you said you finna throw in the towel. You finna tell me what he done wrong. And mm -hmm. she, wow, I, I never, I never looked at it like that. Like I thought it was all him. I know like, we got to understand just not in a marriage. If you have fought with anybody, we gotta be slow to stop pointing fingers at the other person and take a moment and say, hey, what did I do? Right. What am I not trying to to fix or, you know, to, to ease over? Because a lot of times, majority of our problem, whether it's in the church or, 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 or in our homes, is when we have a fault with somebody, nine times out of ten, the reason why it keeps on going as long as it's on, nobody want to stand up and say, hey, I, I messed up. Or, you, that, know, I, right. you know, I know you did something to me. But I'm apologizing to you anyway because I want this thing to go away. I, I don't want to give attention, like you said, to this seed. I want to get rid of yeah. it because I feel myself changing. You know, every time I come around you, my demeanor change. My, mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. good mood. And then when I see you come or 
even deeper than that, when somebody bring your name up, I get mad. And I don't want I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to be in that position to where, you know, I can't talk about you or I can't be around you because like you said, you're my sister or or you're my you're my to see each other. You know, there's some people who ain't been to a friend reunion in years because hey, if my sister gonna be there, I'm not going. Exactly. A kid is gonna be, I don't want and, and the kids ain't did nothing. Ain't did nothing to you, but you mad at the mama, you mad at the daddy. So hey, I'm just gonna distance myself. And 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 we need to understand like it plays a major role. Not being able to get along with people, it affects just not you. It affects people around you. You know, um, <clears throat> that was somebody that um, I and, I, and I'm going to use me for an example because I can. Mm -hmm. That was that done me wrong. And instead of me talking it out and, you know, allowing them, giving them the chance to even ask for forgiveness, I would just remove myself from them. I would distance myself from them. And my wife told me one day, she said, how do you not know they're not trying to ask you for, you know, an apology? Every time you hear they coming, somebody can say, hey, so-and-so come. Oh, well, I'm out of here. I'm gone. You don't even yeah. get them a come in the room. And she's like, I tell you what, this is what I need you to do. I need you to stay when you realize that person coming to see what they would do because this is affecting me too. Mm -hmm. Because at a party or a gathering and you realize that person coming you be ready to go and if you leave i'ma leave so i gotta stop enjoying myself so it just mm -hmm. don't it affect people around you so i did what my wife told me and woman of god that was the first thing the person told me like they were like i've been trying to apologize to you for months but wow. i never hit you you would fume you'll be gone when when i get here and you know mm -hmm. i you didn't want to talk to him but at the same time i understand why but I sat and I listened and they were like, you know, I'm sorry for what I did. And and that I could at that very moment, I could feel police coming off of me. I could feel weight being off of me because even though it was a seed on the inside, it was weight on the outside. And it's a terrible thing to carry something that you ain't necessarily got to carry. Yes. Now, when he carried that cross, he didn't have to carry it, but he did. He did. But he did. Yeah. He for you and me. Not right. for us to come here and carry extra excessive weight when God is simply saying, hey, give it to me. I didn't carry the weight already. Give it to me. So that way you can walk around here freely. Mm -hmm. God is trying to set some of us free from that baggage that we just toting around all because mm -hmm. of pride. And we just not mature enough to say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Forgive me. You know what I said? I didn't mean it in that type. And listen, a small little gesture of you took me the wrong way, brother. I didn't mean it like that. Instead of us saying we'd rather go years and let think, well, they can think whatever they want to think about me. Right, right. We, we got to do better than that. Yeah, because I've heard that. I hear that a lot. Like one of the craziest things I've heard was really reaching out to something, like you've cut something off, and then going back to it is pretty much like a form of witchcraft. And I was like, well, that that's not biblical. No, because I, Jesus went to Lazarus and Lazarus was dead. He was cut off from this earth, but Jesus still went and he resurrected him. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. There are so many stories. Jared's daughter. Mm. You know, the uh, the little boy that was dead, but a, pro a prophet Elijah stretched forward. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful what we say. Just because of uh, friendship or a church member has gone in this season does not mean that God cannot go back and get that. When he said he's married to the backslider, 
but it's us that have the problem us and it should not be i might not be able to get along with you this season but in the next season we may be able to come back better than better and stronger than we ever been before i may be dealing with something you may be dealing with something but we should be able to understand that it's okay to separate to reconnect amen Amen. that's how i I see it when i i I grew up in church in and out my life you know got saved you know how saved by all you know save always save no I really got sold out for Christ when I, at age 28, probably age 27, 28. That's when I totally got sold out. But just think if God would never came back for me, if he would never have pressed his pressed upon my heart, he never would have drove me back. Where would I be? I just think God, he is not like me and just cut us off cold turkey. Oh, like, I'm not going to go back and get that dead thing because that's dead. I He's the living well. He brings life. He restores. I want to tell people, how, can these dry bones live? Only yes, God they- can do that. Only God can revive a situation. Only God can revive a marriage. Only God can revive a church, a sisterhood, a brotherhood. Only God can do that. But us in the body of Christ, we have to be able to get along with any and everybody from all walks of life. I know you may not believe in everything that I believe in. I don't believe in everything you believe in. And then we get the scripture. How can two walk together unless they would agree? Here's the kicker. That scripture we take, we misinterpret that thing so many times. You okay. might like the Pistons and I like the Nets. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean we don't like uh, football. basketball, football, basketball. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The, the Bulls, you know, and what they mean, the Golden Gate Warriors. That don't mean we don't like basketball. And so we got to be careful just to, you know, shun people. Because, I, I mean, I, I, have, I have cut some people off. But I still love them with the love of Christ. I just cannot do you right here because I still have some growing that I need to do. I still, I got some things that I have to do for myself. But in time, God's going to do that, do what he needs to do. But if you ain't willing to, you know, accept it, that's okay too. Because I have to continue to go on and got to bring things back full circles. I've seen him done it numerous of times. You know what I'm saying? He he is the perfect uh, connector. <laughs> Point blank, period. I like uh, Matthew 25 and 40. Um, it says, Verily I say unto you, and you were kind of speaking on it, Verily I say unto you, in as much as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Uh-huh. Okay. The, when you done something to your sister or to your brother, you have done it also unto Christ. That's what he says. Right. Jesus counts it as we're doing these things for him. So I'm not technically, I'm not doing it for overseer Smith. I am right. doing it for the glory of the Lord. Because yeah. I sometimes we think oh, I ain't have to do this. Oh, what you can get that because Come we're on. doing it for the kingdom. Are you working for the kingdom or are you working for self-glory? What, which one is it? Which one is it? It's like I tell people a lot of time, I said, there's a lady. Um, she would be outside our church. She's she's homeless. She doesn't have a lot. And so sometimes people will walk past her and they would see her. I'm like, how y'all, you know, you, you're supposed to be loving people. I don't care where the background is. You just walk past. You ain't going to talk to them. You're going to say, hey, ma'am, how you doing? Do you need a water? Uh, something. So I'll be the example. Ma'am, you need. Let me give you this sweater. Let me give you this socks. Let me give you something to eat. I, I see you out here, and I tell. Her, I say, you know, you could come on in. Right. I don't care what your background is. 
I, I wasn't always uh well off. We we grew up in the projects. I grew up with head hot cheese, making mayo and uh, mayo sandwiches. So I gotta be able to love everybody because that person that you love on today may be a millionaire tomorrow. You may need to go get a loan from them. I don't know. You know, you just never ever know. And then it goes on. You may be entertaining the angel. You just don't know. So it's best for you to love like Jesus say love. We cannot directly do these things for God or for you know for Jesus. But when we do these things, it's as if we're doing it for him. Yes, Lord. So yeah. I rather do the work of the Lord. I rather live peaceably above all, uh, you know, with all men versus not doing it at all. And so I do have a question for you. And then I'm going to go into these <laughs> these characteristics like I was telling you about, because there are some diff some some uh, people who and it, it can kind of be like, oh, my God, like, really, Lord, are you serious? You know what I mean? Right. Before we go there, let me ask you this. Why can't we repay evil for evil? Mm. Very good question. And and that's a simple answer, woman of God. Scripture wise, and, and I'm, I'm going to give you the scripture version and I'm going to give you the, the just just great. But scripture version is because the Bible simply states that he vengeance mm -hmm. is mine. And, and and a lot of us need to understand that, hey, we say we godly, we live in righteous. Right. Our answer will come out of here. That part right our, there. But to, to give a dry, straight cut answer, the reason why we can't repay evil for evil is because when we when we do repay evil for evil, mm -hmm. that's a, I'm not believing in God. I'll take care of this. I'll handle mm -hmm. this. Right. It, God, I don't need you right now. They didn't do it to you. They did it to me. Come on so here. And, 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 and God don't want us to, to be put in that situation because you know just like I know when when I used to be in the world and somebody did something to me, it, it could be something minor as in step on my shoe. I'm going to try to go all over and beyond and do the most gruesome thing I can to you as in take your head off just from stepping on my yeah. shoe. Oh and, my and God is saying, now if you do that, now I got to get you in them. I got to get them for doing it to you. And now I got to get you for trying to get your lick back when you should have just simply gave it to me. Okay. So that is why we should not repay evil for evil. It, it solves nothing. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't dig a deeper hole. Um, somebody do something to you. Let's just say legally wise. Mm -hmm. somebody, somebody steal something from your house. Instead of you reporting it to the police, you go, you go to their house and, and steal whatever from them because they stole whatever from you. Now both of y'all going to jail. It's solves. So I mean, I know they took what they took from you when you know when 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 it was just them taking it from you. Hey, you was you was good. <laughs> you was right. in God's good standing, whatever. But when you go and you try to get whatever was taken from you or whatever, when the Bible tells us, hey, when somebody do something to you, turn the other cheek. Hey turn God, it. they from it. They took that from it. God uh -huh. ain't saying Hey, I handle, I'll go get a better yet. Yeah, I'll bless you with something else, something more, yeah. something, something better. So Amen. that's evil for you. But can I say, I, I just said like this, because as you were speaking, it just is like, thank God for the to go. Come on. Especially because God is not evil. That's and right. if we're walking in the characteristics of our father, how can you repay evil for evil? Evilness is not a characteristics of the father. So if you say you are a child of the most high God, your yeah, attributes yeah. 
your DNA should line up. You're no longer walking according to the flesh, but you're walking according to the spirit. Go ahead. I like that. I man, you see, like you said, thank you, Holy Spirit. A, a, a lot of us, we tend to forget what our DNA is. Come on here. A, a, a lot of us have forgotten that, hey, I made a covenant with that. God and God has made a covenant with me. Has mm -hmm. failed to realize that, hey, I'm part of royalty. Uh -huh. So when 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 people come and take something from, from Pastor Keith, you know, hey, I don't get bent out of shape. That's more where that came from. You want this too? You want right. to take that with you? Hey, you're going to need Go with it. You want to come here and steal my TV out of my house? Hey, why you didn't get the DVD player and the remote? You're going to need that too. Like, why would I get bent out of shape for things that God said, hey, there's more where that came from. But to Amen. go back to what you said, love the fact a lot of us, we be walking out of our DNA and then we have to stop and pause for mm -hmm. me. Like, I'm I'm out, I'm out my comfort zone. I'm out of my scope of practice. Like, this ain't even me. Here. And that goes, we got to do the same thing when somebody be ungodly to us. We got to do the same thing when somebody be hateful to us. Hold on, wait. That, that ain't even my cup of tea. That ain't even how I respond to people. Right. That ain't how that ain't how I treat folks like Satan. Get thee behind me. You got me acting out. Like, that ain't me. So I, I, I like that. We got we to gotta stay in our characteristics. Yeah, because if the old man is gone, let that old man stay gone. Why yes. are you picking him back up? Come on. Okay, yeah. why are God done delivered you something? Why are you revisiting or going back like they say vomit yes why are you going back to it let it stay let it be let no it be. and so my other question was what does it mean uh what does possible mean mm. possible what does it mean i mean possible mean it is capable of being done and mm -hmm. that may be the actual dictionary version but when, when i hear the word possible that means i'm capable i'm able to do it it's not impossible which means it can't be done it's possible i mean it, it's, it's able to be done it's able to be conquered so when we when we look at the verse amen that we read earlier in our scripture where paul was saying in verse 18 if it be possible if you are capable live as peaceable mm -hmm. with everybody with all men with every sinner with, with every hypocrite if it's possible now where we go wrong at woman of god is when we try to draw people in especially sinners we think we got to scoop to the devil in other words and in order for me to pull a crackhead or a drug head in that means i gotta smoke a doobie with no 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 if it's possible i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm I'm approach you in a peaceful way i'm gonna approach you at a level where you understand me where you see that hey he's not trying to judge me he's not ridicule me amen i'm not supporting your habits either though don't get that twisted that, right but at the same time i'm not going that's what your habit is is not going to stop me from loving you amen oh if it's possible that means it can be done we just gotta I, i'm gonna say it like this things that are possible things that are that we are capable of doing we as in christian folk we make it impossible because we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to be at peace with everybody we got some people that we want to be at peace with. Hey, I want to be at peace with my wife. I want to be at peace with my husband. I want to be at peace with my kids. Mm -hmm. What about the neighbors? What about your co-workers? Right. What about the on the streets that's walking? What about the man that cut you off? Right. We got to understand that we got to be at peace with all men. 
in order for us to be at peace. Watch this. In order for us to be at peace with God. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that. Because if you're not at peace with all men, because I'm quite sure we're going to have somebody going to say, oh, no, I don't agree with that. You got to be at peace with all men before you get peace. If you, if you think about it like this, if I got a flaw with my sister or my brother, my mind, and I'm just being completely transparent, mm -hmm. is not going to be on God. My mind is how I'm going to get even with my sister. How I'm going to get even with my brother. How I'm going to make him hurt. How I'm going to make her hurt. And now I ain't going to want to pray. When people say, okay, come on, come on, Pastor Key, it's time to pray. No, I got something else on my mind. I got, I got to take care of this. Because I'm not at peace with my fellow brother. I'm not at peace with my sister. Mm -hmm. So I said, you got to be at peace with mm -hmm. all so that you can be at peace with God. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do that. What I'm saying, if you really want to walk in truth and you really want to walk upright with God, Amen. in order to show that you love me, show love to your brother. Show love to that lady who's outside in the front of the church who needs your love. Come need on, your, your shoulder yeah. to cry. Because he said, I don't need your shoulder to cry. She does. But you want to prove to me that you love me? Well, show me through her. Amen. 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 Just don't want to do it. Amen. And so this is what I've got from that. What does it mean? Um, what does possible mean according to this Bible verse? It means that we cannot control everything and we cannot control everybody, but we can control ourselves. We can control our actions. We can control our emotions. We can control our thoughts. That's what I've gotten out of it because you can't make nobody do anything. You can't make them treat you any kind of way. You can't make them love you any specific way because people are going to be people. Again, sometimes they'll be on today and off tomorrow. Just what? Guess what? Because me and you, we're human as well. Sometimes right. I'm going to have a bad day. All my days are not going to be good. And me so too. I need you to be patient with me just like I'm going to be patient with you. And I have to understand, must, I must, M-U-S-T, must understand that I can't control everything. And I cannot control everybody. But what I can do is control how I love you. Amen. Man. How do you still love somebody even after they've hurt you? Mm. Come on, help us today, Pastor. Ooh. Help us today. That's, that's, a, that's a tough question Ooh, for me. Jesus. <laughs> fact that that's something I'm still battling with today in today's time right now as we speak. Mm -hmm. I do understand that people are going to hurt you intentionally. People are going to set you up. People are going to come against you on purpose. Uh huh. But yet and still, you have to love them. Yes. And the question is, how do you love people that hurt you? And this is this is what I do, and this is how I've been taking it. You have to ask God yes. on a, to instill in you the kind of love he has and Jesus had for us when he went on the cross. We got to love people unconditionally, despite of what they did, what they said. We got to do it. Mm -hmm. Jesus was a prime example on the cross. I mean, he literally seen the people spit and hit him, but yet and still his love never wavered. It never changed. And 
when I think about the things that people have done to me, the things that people have hurt me with, it did not equivalent up to the pain that Jesus went through. And yet and still, still yes. So why can't I? Why right. can't I? So to answer your question is you have to reminisce. You have to remind yourself of what Jesus went through. Yeah. For no reason. What he went through to prove to us how much he loved us. Jesus help us today. So is it going to be a task? Is it going to be? Yes, is it gonna God. Be, yes God. I tell you, it's easy to love somebody that hurts you because it's, it's, it's hard to love somebody who ain't did nothing to you because you can have some people like the woman of God said, they're going to be some days I just wake up in my mood and you got to be doing nothing to me and, and I can act like I don't love you no more. Come on here. So we just got to remind ourselves that, hey, Father God, I need you to instill in me that unconditional love. I need you to instill in me that love that you have for your people. Mm -hmm. So that way I can love these people that have hurt me. Yeah. Ooh. See, that mom, I, that's this. I believe that we have to work on forgiveness first in order to show love. Yes. Um, like this quote I just posted, it says, forgiveness not, does not change the past, but it enlarges our future. As long as we're hanging on to unforgiveness that you hurt me, you done this. I don't believe we can love that person genuinely. And so what I had to do and what I had to learn is that I have to forgive. That individual, whoever it may be, I have to forgive because if I do not forgive, how can I have got to forgive me? In order for me to love you from a sincere place, I have to forgive you. And I have to ask God, God, I need your help to um, to forgive this individual. And as I forgive this individual, Father God, please forgive me. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Help me to be better. Help me to do better and help me to love this individual the way you love them. Because if I love them the way I want to love them, I am not going to love them from a sincere place. So, Father, I need you to help me to love them yep. the way you love them. I need you to help me to see them the way you see them so that I can be OK and so that we can be OK, even if we're at arm's length. So you have to be able to realize that, again, that you cannot make people change. Oh, you cannot make people change to bend or bend into the way you want them to be, to fit into your life the way you want them to fit in your life. Because we've all come from different backgrounds. We've all been loved in different ways. We've all been hurt in different ways. Our characteristics are, are different, but we're all fitted, knitted, and joined in the body of Christ. And so we have to be able to meet some people where they are until God do that perfect work in them. Some of us are on higher levels than others. And so I cannot make you come up to my level when you're at level two and I'm at level four. It takes time the same way it took time for me to get where I am. It's going to take that individual time as well. Yeah. It's just how it is. You set some boundaries, you know, see things from their point of view. Practice mindfulness. Have a heart of joy. Have a heart of peace. Have a heart of love. You know what I'm saying? There's, those are all those things that will help you to love people from a sincere place. Like it. Amen. And I'm going to ask you this question. What does heaping burning coals on your head mean? Mm. What is that? <laughs> that means, biblically wise, that mm -hmm. means you to God and he has taken care of the problem. But no. Um, <laughs> what that? I know what, I didn't sue you for a monkey ring. <laughs> Excuse me. That was a very question. No, I was afraid for that one though. 
Uh, what I've, what I, <laughs> let me put the scripture up here. Okay, so what I've read, people burning calls upon that head refers to is an ancient uh, custom in which a person uh, wanted to show public contribution mm. or to they care they would carry a a pan of burning coals on the individual's head this individual who've done such a thing they would carry coals upon their head the coals represents the burning of pain mm. of shame and guilt when believers lovingly help their enemies it shows that they are bringing shame to mm. such a person for their hateful um ways and so that I'm loving you and I'm treating you in spite of how you treated me, wow. you you being an evildoer and I'm walking in righteousness the best way I know how. But though, when somebody sees you, they don't understand. Like, how are you being so mean to co-pastor Ramirez or how you being so nasty to oversee a Smith? They will see burning coals upon your head. They just see guilt. They just see shame. They just have a heart that goes out to you and they're going to begin to pray. Say, God, have mercy on this individual because I don't understand what the problem is. Right. That's literally oh. that's literally what it is. Like you're literally being shamed. You're being wow. brought to shame. You're being brought to a, have a guilty conscience because, again, like you said earlier, when people start care um, care for their enemy, or you come to my house, you ask me for a loaf of bread, and I know you don't care too you know too much about me. I'm giving you a loaf of bread anyway. I'm gonna give it to you anyway. You go home like, why would she even give me this? And I've been a gossiping about her, been talking about her. I said this and I said that, and she didn't gave me the loaf of bread anyway. That's mm. that heaping cold. That's it. Yes. That, that's that, that heaping cold right there. That heaping cold, baby. Amen. <laughs> and so I just love how God works. He said, I, I will not be mocked. So when he gives us the command, follow them. Follow them to the ladder because in the end, like he said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Don't repay evil for evil. Kill them with kindness. Yeah, and so I, I just love God how he just, he teaches us. He gives us so many examples to follow. And yes. it's for our benefit. Sometimes we're like, but God, I don't know why we got to do it that way, which goes into the complainer. We got to love that person too. Mm -hmm. yes, That's one of the people, the complainer. Why I got to do it that way? Well, this is this. I can't even go to that church because I don't like the way the drama drum. I don't like the way the pastor preach. Mm. You got to love that person. You got to love them. You got to love them. They'll know it all. They know everything. They're going to disagree with you to a T. Yes. You can tell them the sky is blue. They say, no, baby, it's, it's light blue. Light blue. It's still blue. <laughs> My God. The know-it-all. You still got love the know-it-all. That yes. that person, they, you can't say nothing. They're going to disagree with you. The they chatterbox. They got something to say about everything. 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 They sit at the front of the church so they can see everything. <laughs> okay, come on. They're gonna talk about talk about you talk about sister so and so from head to toe. Did you see that hat? The gospel. You gotta love that person too. Gotta love them. Help us, God. Help us, Lord. The tech addict. You mm. at the dinner table, they just yes, yes. Start yes. preaching, they just hey. trying to do a praise. Then they mm -hmm. gotta love them too. Yeah. Gotta love yeah. them too. Man. The political, oh my God, the political person, Jesus. Them, them the best ones. Come on, my God, help us for real. Trump yeah. this and Trump that. Biden this, Biden that. Like, please shut up. You gotta love nope. that person too. No, Jesus, you gotta love that person too. My God. Well, I feel like Hillary should have been. Oh my God, you gotta love that person too. Person. We can't, we can't be bending and wavering on who we show love to. 
or who, like you say, who we want to get along with. We got to love everybody. We got to try to get along with everybody. Not try. I'm getting along with you whether you like me or not. Oh, every right. time you see me, I'm going to be cheesy. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. The drama queen. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Got to get along with that one, too. Mm. Boy, listen. Woo, Jesus. The frenemy. Woo, Jesus. Help my heart. Yes. The frenemy. The betrayal yeah. be real. Got to get along with that person, too. Help us, Lord. The person who overshares everything. Got to get along with that, too. That person, too. So those are just a few. But we have to be able to get along with everybody. It's everybody. not just picking, choosing. If God called you to, you got to be able to, to witness to him. I heard I heard a person say, I uh, I was setting them up for an event. And she's like, uh-uh, that, that thing look like they do witchcraft. I'm like, no, I don't believe that's what that is. Like the meditation symbol. I said, you can do meditation when we're meditating on the word of God. It's not necessarily that, you know, that is just for that. No, 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 no. I'm like, okay, whatever. I said, at the same time, I say, but maybe you're the person that's able to intervene for that or that other person. Mm-hmm. No, let somebody else do it. Are you serious? Somebody had to intervene for you. So ah. if you can do this. How can God call you to the big things? Oh, I think he went out. How can God call you to the big things if you cannot handle the small things? But you call yourself a prophet or a prophetess. Mm. Prophets speak to the heart That's of what, the yes. person. Prophets right. give the hard words, those words that don't nobody want to say. So you need you be, be careful. You call yourself a prophet or prophetess. And God tell you, I need you to go tell this witch this. I need you to go tell this warlock this. I need you to go get my my uh my child from out uh out of the hell hell house. No, mm-hmm. I gotta get it to somebody else. Shame on you. Stop mm-hmm. picking up titles and you don't want to do the work that follows. Come on. Okay. Because we're coming to a closing and I don't want to get all reared up. But that's what we're doing in the body of Christ. We want all these titles. We want to be apostles and ain't even got really one good church established. Mm. Come on. Apostles plant. Yes. Multiples. Multiples. It ain't just right here. Apostles are the sent ones. Stop taking on these titles when God ain't sent you nowhere. He sent you nowhere. Stop it. It's just time out. Then you want to be a teacher, but you don't want nobody to teach you nothing. Jesus. All right. So we're talking about getting along with everybody because we got to get along with these people too. Those people who've taken on titles that don't belong to them. Because I'd be trying to get some titles back, God. Like, God, uh-uh. Are you serious? Are you sure you don't call the wrong person? Because my name is Lachelle Lanetta Ramirez. You sure you talking to me? Right, right. Hey, I ain't make no mistakes. <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh. But I don't mind telling somebody about God. I really, really don't. And I thank God because he is the one who has done the work in me so that I'm able to love everybody. Regardless of what they've done to me. Regardless of what they do to me. I'm still able to love any and everybody. And so that is what tonight's topic is all about. It's being able to get along with everybody. Despite them not loving on you the way you feel they should love on you. Despite them not liking you. Despite them not agreeing with you, despite them not connecting with you, despite them getting information from you, using it for their benefit or their self-gain, and that's it. And they don't really want anything else from you. They'll support you behind closed doors, but up front, they won't support you. That is not what it's all about. It's not all about that. It's about loving them in spite of. 
because we're all we all don't have it all together. It's gonna be some people like that, and you still gotta love them anyway. Because a lot of times when we have people like that, we want to just go ahead and shine them, cut them off. Yeah, you can distance them, but you still gotta love them. You still gotta be okay with them. That's what it's about. And so I I yield my mic, brother. Do you have anything else that you want to share before we close out? Oh, before we offer Christ. Uh, I just thank God for the for, for the for the word tonight. Amen. I thank God for me as a vessel. I just thank God for the intriguing topic. Amen. Especially at the very, very end, like you were saying, these titles. Amen. We got to get along with these people who can go to sleep tonight as a Sunday school teacher and wake up tomorrow, Bishop. We got to get along with those people. We got to yes. be able to get along with those people that that you can't tell nothing to amen and and those to me and i'm quite sure prophet ramirez will agree with me when you got that person that you can't tell nothing to it's hard to talk to them mm -hmm. they always want to do the talking and they yes. sit down and listen which is going to require yeah. love because hey <laughs> you want me to see and listen to you talk but you you weren't trying to hear nothing i was saying to you that's love yeah. you gotta love those people in spite of you know, and, and I believe that, you know, the more love you show, the more souls we can save, the more people will have a different perspective about this thing called life. But when we, when we scoot to their levels and we start acting the way they act, that's where us Christian folks go wrong. And Amen. then they show enough, shut down and be like, see, this is exactly why I didn't want to give this church thing a go. I didn't want to give this Christian walk no try because... Look at you. You acting just as worse as I am. You know, you 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 got more drama in the church. And, and here we are out here in the streets trying to come from the drama. And here y'all are. Y'all worse off than we are. So I just thank God for the opportunity, woman of God. And I'm just I'm just blessed tonight. I know you said something about you wanted to what you, you said open the doors. Yes. For. Salvation. The culture. Amen. Salvation. Amen. After hearing a topic like this, people of God. Amen. On how to love everybody. Amen. At this time, we do. We would like to open the doors up to salvation. Amen. I know a lot of you guys probably have felt unloved. Some of y'all right now, as we're speaking, feeling that feeling right now, unloved, unappreciated, like nobody cares. Amen. This this is the moment now. If you don't know Christ, if you if you don't know that there is a man who loves you unconditionally, who loves you and don't nobody else love you, there is a man who does. Mm -hmm. There's a man here at the cross for you and me to show you how much he loves us. And, and if there's anyone, amen, who would like to get to know that man, but this is the, and you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be, well you, you don't, you don't have to have this perfected life if you just believe in your heart that jesus christ rose from the dead for you and i if you just believe that he came for you and i then you shall be saved amen i'm quite sure there are a lot of people who walking here saying that hey i know this man named jesus but do you really do you really know jesus for who he is do you really know for thyself I know a lot of scriptures were thrown at you tonight, but hey, once you take the time out to get to know Jesus for who he is, all these scriptures that was mentioned tonight will start making sense to you. It'll start adding up. 
you'll start realizing why me and the woman of God was talking about how important it is to love one another. We all need to be loved. Amen. And there is a man who, who did just that. He loved us for who we are. He loved us while we were in the midst of our Some of us still in sin. But that's okay. Because God says, my grace and my mercy is sufficient. And for those that don't know it's sufficient, and that sufficient is where, hey, I can take care of the bill. I can take care of the balance. I pay for it. I handle it. And he did. He paid the debt for you and I. We have a zero balance thanks to him. Thank you, Father. Thank Hallelujah. You. Amen. Back over to you, woman of God. Amen. I thank you so much for joining me on today. This has truly been a blessing. Uh, I've, I'm encouraged. I always ask God, I'm like, God, what is it that you want me to talk about? What is it that the people need to hear? And I went, as I went to my mailbox, um, I got my Reader's Digest. And it was like literally in bold, how to get along with anyone. Mm. And I said, to God be the glory, that's what it shall be. It's not, you know, aimed at anybody or in any particular group or set of people, but it's, it's for me. That's you right. know, it's for you. It's for the body. Because we all need to be able to get along with one another. Because we make up the body of Christ, like I said before. That song, I need you. You need me. We're a part of to the body of Christ. We need each other to survive. And so this is what this is all about. How we're able to get along with each other and build the kingdom of God as we operate and move in an apostolic, prophetic flow yes. in God to produce, make heaven on earth. Heaven on yes. earth. That is our mission. Heaven in the earth so that yes. God's glory reigns supreme. So that when people see me, they see God. They don't yeah. see me. They see God. That yes. is my mission. When I speak, they hear God. That mm -hmm. is my mission. Nothing else really matters. God is my, my, my all in all. Without it, I'm nothing. So I mm -hmm. want to follow the word of the Lord. Precept upon precept, line upon line. Now, I may have said it back, but y'all understand what I'm saying. Come on. Yes, man, we did. Yeah, I understand what I'm saying. So I thank you so much for joining us on tonight. I'm going to share my book real quick. Please, if you have not gotten this book, it is called Becoming Her, The Birthing Room. It has uh, so much information. It talks about spiritual DNA. It talks about um, what is a spiritual epidural. I mean, it goes so much into detail as a, it's a journey within the birthing room. It's not just you get into the birthing room and that's it. No, there's something to do before you get to the birthing room. There's something to do when you get in the birthing room. And there's work to be done most definitely after you come into the birthing room. Okay. And then it goes into 21 days of fasting. And also explain the different types of fasting. The Daniel fast. You know, the complete fast. Mm -hmm. The partial fast. It goes into so much information. This book is found on Amazon. But it's also found on my website. Becomingunapologeticallyyou.com and if you have any engagement or anything that you would like to share, you may have a book or a webinar or something coming up. This is your opportunity to share that. Um, <clears throat> nothing really. Um, just our basic weekly itinerary where we have um, open service every Sunday at 3 p.m. Um, and then I have discipleship class on five at, um, at 7 p.m. Which we encourage, you know, that to be open public you don't have to be a member to to join that um, because prayer changes it does encourage 
8. Prayer is what God is seeking from his people. That's that's you and his communication. You know, a lot of people think Sunday service is important. It is. But if you ain't got no prayer life, what's the point of you going to Sunday service? What's the point of going to Bible? None of that matters if you don't know who God is on a personal level. So we, we try to that more than anything. But nothing um fancy like you said some, some apostolic praising and worship and, and listen some some down home southern you know people of god that just hey know what it's like to be fire baptized and on fire for god nothing nothing fancy at all amen so again i thank you and i pray that you all have a blessed beautiful week and that you got what you needed on tonight again please make sure you have uh, liked tagged and share this video Thank you. I pray God bless you and your families tremendously for taking this time and this opportunity to share with um, each of us because you didn't have to do it. But I thank God um, for the call upon your life and your yes. For, uh, so, Father God, we come humbly before you, thanking you for the word of the Lord that truly has blessed my soul. And I pray that it bless others that come in to hear what the spirit of the yeah. Lord has to say. I pray that it would uh, take root within their hearts, within their minds, and that it would set them on a course for everlasting life so that they're able to, in, when, uh, to love their sisters and their brothers, so that they're able to even love their enemies, no matter what background they stem from, that they're able to love as Christ loved the church. Well, Father God, I ask that peace will live upon all all men and that you will be our strength that you will continue to keep us guide us and lead us as we go throughout this work week that you will be our strength that you will be our guide and our fortress yeah. i pray that you bless uh, uh i almost call you prophet oh <laughs> overseer smith that you will bless him in his household financially spiritually mentally emotionally and that you will bless this church as well give them the answers that they have been praying for as they begin to seek you for new direction as they begin to seek you for um the things in the uh that you're that you're shifting them and causing them to do within their household and within their church that you will give them the words um, that will rest within their heart, that give them the peace of the understanding that what it is that you're calling them to, that they're walking out full force and that they will not waver in what you have called them to do. Let the love of God rest, rule, and abide within your people and keep us, Father God, until we meet again. We bless you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you. I thank you again. Until yeah. next time, always be unapologetically you. And always find the positivity that lies within the negativity because there is some, there is always something to learn when you're going through situations. There's always something to learn. Share the love of God with those you come in contact with it on this week. God bless you. Yeah.